If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. Yesterday, we announced that the TSA will no longer require masks to go on an airplane. And many airports across the nation have already dropped their mask mandates. Oakland International Airport and the Charles M. Schultz Sonoma County Airport will drop their mask mandates, but... It uh, looks like the San Francisco International Airport, SFO, is keeping their mask mandate intact. So SFO officials are consulting with local TSA before making any changes. So I guess our best advice to you is check the mask policies before going anywhere and be patient during these transitions. When in doubt, bring a mask with you so you don't have to scramble last minute and have to go to like a 7-Eleven. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Krispy Kreme is offering a dozen original glazed donuts for $4.08 today as part of Krispy Kreme's Beat the Pump promotion. So Beat the Pump runs every Wednesday through May 4th and Krispy Kreme will tie the price of a dozen original glazed donuts to the national average price of a gallon of gas. And I think that's really cool. And it's the average throughout the entire nation. Not here in Sonoma County. We'd be like, how am I actually paying more for (laughs) glazed donuts than they normally are? Uh, So grab some donuts for the office, family, or friends, or you can even eat them all for yourself. That's yep. what I would do. <laughs> An important sounds note. Sounds delicious. You're right. That sounds good right now. An important note, this deal is only available via the drive through and for pickup only by ordering online and ahead of time on the app. Alright, so drop down to Roner Park, Redwood Drive, get yourself some donuts or bring them to us. Either way. <laughs> now, Kane Brown has a new song coming out. It's called Like I Love Country Music. It has a 90s country feel to it and it's not just because it samples uh, Brooks and Dunn's brand new man. Baby, I love you like so this song was teased in an adorable video that he posted on Instagram and TikTok. He's holding his two-year-old daughter Kingsley, and they're dancing, giggling in the kitchen. And if you want to listen to the clip or watch the video to its entirety, you can check it out on our Instagram at Amber and Tanner in the morning. They're awesome. Amber and Tanner. No one better. Froggy 92.9. The Butter and Eggs Day Parade and Festival in Petaluma is going down this Saturday from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. And Amber and I, we're going to be in the parade this year. And it's our very first year going to the Butter and Eggs Day Festival, and I'm excited. Uh, why does it make me want buttered toast every time somebody talks about it? Like, I just want, like, a piece of toast with butter on it every Ooh. time someone says, Butter and Eggs Day Parade. Yeah, it's Are sounds... going to be serving that there? I certainly hope so. <laughs> <laughs> that... I need it. <laughs> so... We're trying to figure out what to do after the parade because we're going to be in a big old Chevy truck, go through the parade, and we're probably going to hang out afterwards. And personally, I'm looking forward to the cow chip throwing contest because I've never participated in such a contest before. Okay, yeah. But same time, I don't really know how to throw a frisbee, so we'll see how how well I do. <laughs> you know, that was the first thing they told us that <laughs> that was at the Butter and Eggs Day Parade, the cow chipping, and they said it's exactly what you think it is. <laughs> and I was like, no way, no way, it's actual awesome. cow chips. And they're like, yeah. nope, it absolutely is. You know, we're really excited to be there. We're really excited that all these parades and festivals are coming back. And I remember when. 
when we first moved here, you know, everybody was like, there's the Citrus Fair, there's a Butter and Eggs Day Parade, there's all these wonderful things that Sonoma County does. So, you know, now that we're back into it, we're still learning about all of these wonderful things that Sonoma County has to offer. So, you know, what what are some things we could do at the Butter and Eggs Day Parade? Well, the festival. On our Amber and Tanner in the Morning Facebook page, Marcy from Runner Park said, you guys have to watch the concerts that will be happening all day. A lot of great local artists will be there. You know, I did hear that too. A lot yeah. of great local local artists are going to be there, so we'll be able to support them there. And uh, Daniel from Santa Rosa says, yeah, the cow, cow chip throwing contest. One of my buddies won a couple years ago when he still brags about it. <laughs> Abigail from Petaluma said, the beer, the beer. And oh, did I mention the beer? Amber and Tanner, Till 10 a.m. weekdays. You guys just lift me every single morning. Froggy 92.9. So my fiance Cole and I have been watching a lot of nature documentaries lately. It's something we watch before we go to bed. And that's something I really love about Cole. I didn't watch nature documentaries or anything like that before I met him. Uh, So this is all new to me. But while we're watching it, we're watching this penguin try to escape from a sea lion. And I was like rooting for the penguin. I was like, no, get away. (laughs) Penguin, you can do it. And then he was rooting for the sea lion. And he told me that was so weird that I root for the prey and not the predator. Now, I don't think it's super weird that you're rooting for the prey because you don't want (laughs) a life to end per se. But I'm kind of with Cole. When I'm watching it, I kind of watch it like sports. I also root for the predator. Well, look, the, the prey is always so cute and innocent. And I, you know, think about my cute little dog when I watch this. And I, you know, just think about the bunnies. And (laughs) I just think about all the cute little innocent creatures out there. But like you're saying, I do understand the side where you root for the predator because that predator just needs to survive as well. The sea lion needs to eat too, I guess. When I watch these nature documentaries, I always like to analyze the strategy of the predator. I'm like, (laughs) oh, what are they going to do next? Oh, I see they're closing it in. And then I'm like, run, Forrest, run! Go, go, go! Some of these predators do have like crazy strategy. It's like if you've ever watched an orca, like try to, you know, kill a whale like a giant blue whale it's intense and it's insane how they have this strategy built into themselves it's not like they could really communicate (laughs) with each other and be like this is how you do it just their instincts and i find that so fascinating some of them do like they have the echo communication thing going on it's it's crazy to watch i'm learning so much stuff (laughs) but i do learn that i love the prey and cole loves the predator (laughs) and we got curious so we asked on instagram at Amber and Tanner in the morning. Uh, when you watch a nature documentary, who do you root for, the predator or prey? And 80% of people are with me and said that they root for the cute little bunnies and penguins out there. I know there has to be more people rooting <laughs> for the predator. I'm not a monster. Cole's not a monster, yes, right? Yes, 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 <laughs> Amber and Tanner in the morning. What is something that you and your siblings will argue about no matter how old you are? So my brother's moving. He's moving from Seattle to Los Angeles, packing up all his stuff. And he was FaceTiming me and showing me all the stuff that he has packed. And I stopped him when he was showing me. I went, wait a minute. 
Is that my high school football jersey? Oh. Right there. Ooh. And he goes, well, it was mine first. And for backstory, my brother and I, we wore the same football jersey in high school, the same number and everything. Same last name. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. And uh, so we've been arguing about this for years because technically I'm the one that got to keep the jersey from high school, but he did get to wear it first. And I was like, well, I'm the one who brought it home. And he goes, well, I did more with it. And he's like, how many touchdowns did you score? I was like, Uh I don't know. I don't remember those kind of things. He goes, 26. I was like, Um, okay. Maybe you should just get another one made. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I feel like that would solve the problem. Yeah, but I love to mess with him about it because he gets so defensive over it. I mean, I don't care if I get to bring this home, but I just love Uh, to make fun of him for it. I don't know. It sounds like you're attached to it. I'm a little attached, (laughs) not because of the jersey itself, but the principle of the matter, because it was mine. And when I went to college, he stole it. I'm just kidding. I, you know, I totally get it. You know, my, I have an older brother and we argue about stuff all the time. I mean, does everything count? Does arguing about everything count for this conversation? Definitely. Because we definitely do. (laughs) My older brother is very much like me in the fact where he thinks he knows everything. Mm. And when two people who think they know everything clash, it's the worst. The roof will blow off your parents' house. <laughs> and, you know, I, I feel bad for my mom and dad. And yeah. the thing we used to argue about the most was music, yeah. which makes sense. And I think I get my love from music from him. And you might have gotten your love from football from Ryan. Yeah, I definitely have. So, he and I played football our entire lives. <laughs> and it kind of brings us back to being kids and arguing about the stupidest things possible. Exactly. Even though I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> On our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning, we're talking about sibling arguments. Elizabeth from Ronert Park says, we used to argue that our father obviously loves me the most. <laughs> Brittany from Santa Rosa said, who gets the mushroom wall decor in the will? <laughs> Apparently that's something their parents have. I will give you mushroom wall decor if this is something you're arguing about. <laughs> uh, Nick from Petaluma says, my brother and I always argue about who can drink the most beer. I've won the past two times. <laughs> Wake up in the morning for the rouge to crow. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, Sonoma County's number one for today's country. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. It's the case that everyone is talking about right now, just really gripping the internet. And just a heads up, these are abuse allegations that are not easy to talk about or hear, so just a warning. But actor Johnny Depp broke his silence yesterday. He took the stand on his defamation case where he accuses his ex-wife and actress Amber Heard. You've probably seen her in Aquaman and some Marvel movies, or sorry, DC films. Um, she He accused her of ruining his career with all these false accusations of violence during their relationship. Um, So yesterday marked the first time he was able to speak about this case in full. And he said that it's been six years of trying times, said it's hard for him to air the intimate details of his life in public, but it's necessary. I I thought it was diabolical that my children would have to go to school and have their friends or people in the school approach them with the infamous People magazine cover with uh, Miss Heard with a a dark bruise on her face. And it's been six years of trying times. Strange when one day you're uh, Cinderella, so to speak, and then in 0.6 seconds you're Quasimodo. 
So Johnny Depp also says that Amber defamed him after she wrote this opinion piece for the Washington Post, alleging that she was the victim of domestic abuse. Now, his testimony was pretty heavy. Johnny talked about a lot of stuff, and including his upbringing. Um, you know, you heard him. He said Amber was amazing in the beginning of their relationship, but there were red flags. And within a year and a half, she had become another person. And this is just what he said in the testimony. And I've seen so many things online that say, like, good morning to everyone except except Amber Heard. And, you know, like little memes like that. You know, while, I'm ha- while I am a Johnny Depp fan, I think we do need to wait patiently for all the evidence and kind of watch this trial unfold. You know, a lot of other folks are saying that Johnny Depp is acting while he's on the stand and he's just trying to be charming and that he's ruined his career for other reasons. Now, the trial is in its second week and is expected to last for six weeks. So we got a long ride ahead of us to try to figure out what is going on between Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. But what are your thoughts and opinions on this case? I mean, do you think that Amber Heard lied in her accusations against Johnny? Uh, Do you think they're both at fault? Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Headline in a haystack. Tannery's headlines. Amber tells us which one is a lie. Because it's headline in a haystack. Three headlines. Amber has to identify which one is real. Can Amber guess the headline in a haystack? Amber's record for 2022 is 21 wins and 18 losses. Let's go. I'm ready. Yeah, we're going to see if I can fool you. Here's headline number one. Promposal leads to four students getting expelled. Headline number two. Woman arrested for mauling her husband over beard hair clippings and bathroom sink. And headline number three, a man spray paints his marriage proposal on a wall and gets arrested. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with the promposal. The promposal? Yes. Ooh. It is, uh, that is not the headline. I was going to say haystack. it is prom season. <laughs> yeah. So that might be it. Okay. Can I take another stab at uh, it? Of course. I'm going to say the spray paint proposal. That is the headline <laughs> in a haystack. Now you don't get the point because you guessed wrong the first Dang. time, but that you were able to get the second time around. Look, I had a pretty good reasoning for that one, but you did for fool sure. me. You did fool me today. I, I did. Right. So tell me about the spray paint proposal situation what happened well a 23 year old guy named kyle he's from ohio proposed to his girlfriend michelle back in march by spray painting it on the wall of a shopping center no nothing says romance like crime it said quote michelle marry me i love you 3 17 17 familia and the cops figured out who was behind the graffiti a few days later. And Kyle was arrested and charged with criminal mischief. And he'll be in court tomorrow. Come on. <laughs> You're listening to Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Just eat it. Just eat it. Just eat it. Just eat it. Something's been going on with me this week. I've been... In pain with my stomach. I had to text Tanner on Monday and was like, I'm going to be late. <laughs> I yeah. am like folded over in my bathroom right now. Try not to die. Like, I totally I get it. No, what's going on with me? 
Um, so, you know, stomach pains can be the worst. And I know I feel like I talk about stomach issues on the show a lot, but it's just part of my life. It is. And <laughs> hopefully it's something, you know, you can get figured out because I genuinely feel so bad for you because it happens to you so often. So, you know, I would say I try to eat pretty bland and normal day to day. But the other day I decided to go crazy. I was like, I'm going to make cookies. Yeah. I, I even told you, Tanner, I was like, I'm going to go and make cookies. I was pretty excited about it, right? Yeah, it was literally the last thing you said to me. <laughs> you were like, you know what? I had a crap day. I'm going to go home and eat some cookies. And great. life will be good. So I made cookies. I took one bite of a cookie. Just one bite. Just to try it and see if they were done. And then I went about my business. And as soon as that cookie bite hit my stomach, I was like folded over in pain Ooh. on my floor. I was like, yeah. <laughs> my fiance came in. He's like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, the cookie. <laughs> The cookie made me bite the dust. That's wild. Just because it's one bite of something, that that's concerning, honestly. So I've tried to narrow it down. I was like, I pretty much ate like a whole loaf of focaccia bread the other day. I was fine. So it's not gluten. Hmm. I was thinking like maybe it's sugar. But then Cole reminded me that on Sunday night, I ate ice cream which I never do. And then I was complaining about my stomach the next day. Right. And I was like, which one is it? Is it sugar? Is it lactose? What do I have to do here to try to figure this out? How often do you consume sugar? Is that often? No. No? And I don't really, I mean, the only thing, the only dairy I consume is cheese. Oh, yeah. The creamer I put in my coffee is dairy-free and sugar-free. That's a tough cookie to crumble. For oh, sure. I see what you did there. Oh, thank you. But what I would try to, well, what I would advise is getting an allergy test. That's an easy way to do it. I've tried. It's nothing? They said that I that an allergy test won't work and then I have to do an elimination diet. Oh. And I was like, well, what am I going to eat? Celery? Like, I don't, <laughs> I'm not going to like test it out and see. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's going to be a good day. With Amber and Tanner in the morning. I got some good friends. They only good time when they're awesome. Today's country. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to talk to Connor. Connor plays a lot of online video games. And Barry Martindale's going to say that there's one thing that got him banned. Hello? Hi, is this Connor? Yeah, this is Connor. Barry Martindale of Martindale & Johnson Attorney Services here. I'm calling on behalf of Steam and Call of Duty regarding your online video game playing. Okay. Because there's been multiple complaints about your language towards other players and children. Apparently, you're cussing out a bunch of people, and a lot of people are very offended by your word choices. I mean, yeah, I've cussed some, but I don't, it's not like it's any different than anybody else that plays. Your cussing is completely out of control. Some parents have even heard your swearing and your cursing through their children's computers. You are officially banned from all online video games. We have actually made it what? unable for you to play online video games through your IP address. Are you, no, you, that, that can't even be a real thing. Like, you can't ban me. That's got to be against the law in itself. Like, you don't have right to ban me. And you don't have the right to be cussing in front of people on an online platform. Uh, what about freedom of speech? Like, I think I do actually have that right. And there's additionally going to be a class action lawsuit from multiple gamers, including parents, and you're going to owe $15,000 for that lawsuit. That is insane. You got, this is, this is just dumb. This, I can't, you, this is dumb. Well, I, can't, I can't even believe this is happening right now. Well, I don't even have $15,000 if this was like, what are you, what are you expecting to just pull this out of my butt and pay? 
You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Oh, my gosh. you got to be kidding me. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. We're going to open up a page from my dream journal. If you're new to the show, if you've never heard of Amber's dream journal, I basically have these very vivid dreams that I remember very well the next day. (laughs) And Tanner, I know I gave you a little insight about this dream, but I want to tell you more about this dream I had about you the other night. I had a dream that we were at work and I was trying to console you over some negative social media comments we were getting. And you were very visibly upset. And I was trying to tell you, I was like, Tanner, just ignore him. Everything's okay. And in my dream, I remember this one woman was just ruthless over this video we posted of you talking about a new hat. A new hat. Yeah. (laughs) Now, I I do get really excited about dumb things. (laughs) And it's not uncommon that I do get hate on social media. It happens all the time. Yeah, it happens to us very often. And, you know, individually and as a show... So I guess that found its way in my dream, but I, I don't know why you were the one that was crying and upset in the dream. I was just, crying? You were crying. Tears? I, yeah, like Whoa. actual tears. And I was like, Tanner, don't take it personally. People are just mean sometimes. Like, Dang. You know, I was like trying to talk you out, like into, you know, trying to be more positive yeah. about it, but it, you know, it wasn't working. So what do you think this dream means? Well, I have my Radio Shack <laughs> dream interpreter gonna <laughs> blow off the dust. <laughs> Here's what my dream interpreter says. Dreams about coworkers are a sign that your work life is taking over your subconscious mind as well. Dream interpreter says if you see a coworker crying in your dream and you console them, it means that you want to help them or put them at ease. This dream shows that you like to do good deeds and want to be well respected at work. I don't know dirty deeds done dirt cheap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know how that applies here. I think it's kind of cool that you have my back so hard in your dream. Yeah, I, I guess. I don't know. I, do you think the dream is more about you, me consoling you, or do you think it's about like the negative, you know, things that we get on social media or how toxic social media can be? I think as much as my ego wants to say it's about me, uh, I think it's probably more about social media. <laughs> Maybe you were reading something on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok before you went to sleep and it somehow entered your mind and work is on your mind at the same time. So they mesh together. I was kind of like, you know, what? if Tanner saw this, he'd be upset. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's going to be a good day. With Amber and Tanner in the morning. I got some good friends. They only good time when they're awesome. Today's country. Froggy 92.9. Tell us about the oldest pet that you know or you did know in the past. A 21-year-old Chihuahua from Florida has set a new world record for being the world's oldest living dog. (laughs) And here's the awesome thing. And everybody listening in the car or on the app are going to love this. Its name is Toby Keith. I ain't as good as I once was. (laughs) I got a few years on me now. (laughs) So now the dog is actually named after Toby Keith. It's not just a... uh... Just a coincidence, right? No, not at all. <laughs> its name is liter- its first name is just Toby Keith. 
<laughs> it's not like a last name or anything. Just Toby Keith. I love this. You yeah. know, I love when people name their pets after things they're fans of. You yeah. know, like I just named my dog Remy because I like the name. Yeah. You have to be a serious Toby Keith fan to want to name your dog after him. That's true. I kind of want to name a pet Toby <laughs> Keith now. I mean, this dog was born in 2001. It is old enough to buy beer. Doggy beer. Yeah. <laughs> Amber, what is the oldest pet you've ever met in your life? Well, my mom actually has a 15-year-old dog right now. Uh, her name is Bailey. And I remember when Bailey was born. So my mom's dog had Bailey. Whoa. So she has, you know, the second generation of this dog. She's a Dang. schnauzer. And uh, I'll, I'll never forget when she was born because it, she started being born while we were in the car ride on the way from school one day. Oh, geez. I was like, Mom, <laughs> something's wrong. Uh, but Bailey's old. She's, you know... She's she's getting up there. Yeah. My grandma had this uh, lovebird named Peaches. And Peaches was like 18 years old. And she used to, you know, laugh about it. My grandparents laughed about it. How Peaches was actually my uncle because Peaches was older than I was. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Denise is joining the show right now. She's calling from Santa Rosa. So, Denise, you have chihuahuas, too? I have two 16-year-old chihuahuas. Well, my female is still the boss. She doesn't let my male eat <laughs> unless she is done. She is the boss of the house. Don't mess with her. Don't mess with her food. Oh. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, the show that's much like a morning show, roughly speaking. Janine from Sebastopol, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? Yeah. This is how it works. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber will be outside of the studio, so she can't hear them. Janine, once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. Okay. Janine, you want to talk some smack to Amber for a half a point bonus? You're going down, Amber. There's no way you could possibly beat me. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Janine, Amber's running out of the studio. Her record is 418 wins and 32 losses. Are you ready? Yes. Question number one. Pete Davidson hopes Jeff Bezos asks him to fly to space again aboard his rocket. What major company is Jeff Bezos the founder of? Apple. That is incorrect. Here's question number two. Sam Hunt says that he plans to lean more towards country music rather than his pop sound in the future. Can you name Sam Hunt's most successful song according to sales and streaming numbers? Honestly, I don't even know anything about Sam Hunt. Oh, that's A-OK. -okay. I'll give you next. Here's question number three. Ezra Miller was arrested for a second time in Hawaii. Ezra is a superhero for DC. Can you name which superhero Ezra Miller plays? Uh, Aquaman. That is incorrect. Here's question number four. Carly Pierce says that people should never give up hope on finding their true love. Which country star did Carly Pierce divorce last year? Pass. That's okay. And here's question number five. Jackass 4.5 is hitting Netflix on May 20th. Can you name one of the cast members from the Jackass series? No. That's okay. No. I'll, I'll give you an X, and I'm going to bring Amber back in. Amber, these must be tough today because Janine from Sebastopol got zero out of five. Oh, no. Janine, what happened? Oh, I, I just don't watch TV. It's just really bad. Like, oh. literally, I don't watch TV at all. Okay. Well, we'll see how I do, okay? 
Okay. Stick around. Question one. Pete Davidson hopes Jeff Bezos asks him to fly to space again aboard his rocket. What major company is Jeff Bezos the founder of? Amazon? That is correct. Janine got that incorrect. Amber, you're up one to zero. Question number two. Sam Hunt says that he plans to lean more towards country music rather than his pop sound in the future. Can you name Sam Hunt's most successful song according to sales and streaming numbers? I'm going to guess that it's Body Like a Backroad. That is correct. Janine from Sebastopol got that incorrect. Amber, you're up two to zero. Question number three. Ezra Miller was arrested for a second time in Hawaii. Ezra is a superhero for DC. Can you name which superhero Ezra Miller plays? The Flash. That is correct. Janine got that incorrect. Amber, you're up three to zero. Question number four. Carly Pierce says that people should never give up hope on finding their true love. Which country star did Carly Pierce divorce last year? Michael Ray. That is correct. Janine got that incorrect. Amber, you're up four to zero. And here's question number five. Jackass 4.5 is hitting Netflix on May 20th. Can you name one of the cast members from the Jackass series? Johnny Knoxville. That is correct. The final score is Amber wins five to Janine from Sebastopol zero. Janine, so sorry you're not the champion of the Amber showdown, and you got to say the phrase. I'm not smarter than Amber. But you're going to country summer on Friday, June 17th, thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. So right now I'm trying, I'm attempting to plan my wedding. So I've joined like a couple of Facebook groups and things like that, people sharing like their wedding stories, asking advice. And it's pretty awesome. And someone actually posted this article about a Los Angeles bride. She went viral for sharing the details about her $500 wedding. She only spent $500 on her wedding. That's impressive. Her name is Kiara Brokenbow. And she apparently wore a $47 dress. She told her guests they needed to pay for their own meals. Because she said she didn't want to go into debt for the wedding or pay for strangers to dine and drink on her dime. Dang, I'm very curious how the guests reacted to that because I know it's the norm for, you know, the bride and groom or the families <laughs> to pay for dinner. I'll have to send you the article. I, I I have a feeling a lot of people didn't go because, you know, that's kind of the point of a wedding, you know, to host people. Yeah. But I do understand where she's coming from, not wanting, still wanting a wedding, but not wanting to go into debt. Yeah, I get that too. But And honestly, if I care about the person enough, I have no problem paying for my dinner. Oh, I'll do that. Yeah. Well, that's really nice. Yeah. So you'll pay for your dinner at my wedding? Sure. Good to know. I'd love to. <laughs> it's just you that pays for, you find out no one else has paid for their meal. Yeah. You're just like, wait, you guys didn't get charged for this? Wait, you guys didn't Venmo Amber for this? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. So do you know anyone that, you know, had a really cheap wedding, Tanner? Yeah. Uh, my girlfriend's cousin got married in her dad's backyard. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and I went to this wedding not too long ago, and honestly, it was a great wedding. I had a great time, and they (laughs) didn't have to pay for a venue, uh, got the dress for super cheap, and they just did like a cookout. Does your girlfriend live like on a really nice piece of property or something like that? Yeah. That's how it worked out? Her dad lives on a lake. Perfect. Up in Washington, and it was really cool. Anyone, it was like, a, anyone got a lake I can get married on? You can use uh, <laughs> you can use my girlfriend's parents if you want. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Yeah. They're like, I know you haven't met me, but I'm getting married in your backyard. <laughs> All right, we've got Kelly from Rona Park on the light. Kelly, you said you got married for cheap on the low. How did you do that? We had my wedding for less than $100. Wow. I bought a white sundress at a big chain store that was on clearance. I went barefoot. My 
ex-husband wore khaki pants and a white polo shirt that he already had. We got married on a Monday in the park in our apartment complex. Oh, my god! And gosh. we had the reception at the apartment that we lived in. So, no venue. I talked to all of my neighbors that were coming and had a potluck reception to where everyone that came brought a dish for everyone to eat. Catching the Catching the with these guys. You just make my morning. You guys are my morning pickup. Amber and Tanner every morning. Today's country, Froggy 92.9.